was the day before. <laughs> the telly. The excitement. <laughs> <laughs> we were a bit delirious, it's I think, from the heat. It's too this hot. is Tuesday night, 40 degrees, our flat thermostat. <laughs> A bit it's delirious. Currently saying 35 degrees. 35 degrees. In the flat. We can't have our fans on because we're recording for you. So it's. We're not doing it. So we're delirious. We're hot, but we're here. Oh, faces are sweating. Our armpits are sweating. Oh, lovely. Our bums are sweating. Thanks for that image, Lauren's Lauren. Got a wet flannel out again. <laughs> if you all saw on the story, that was a hit. I honestly woke Did up. Did it work? The, the panels? Yeah, the bathroom was the only place that was cool, and you can vouch for this. No, it was, definitely. It was the coolest place because it was the only place without windows. I was going for a moment of cool air and peace, just going to go for a wee, <laughs> and Lauren was just set up in there. She set up camp. I actually did more work in those three yeah. or four hours that I was in that bathroom than I did. I, I didn't get, on Monday I didn't get anything done. It was too, I can't, you can't focus, you just, you literally delirious. Yeah, so I went to the office today. But then you all the tubes decision. and trains were cancelled on the way home from London Bridge. Had ended up having to get the Uber boat back. <laughs> a bit of a bougie journey. It took me two hours. I still want to do that. I've never been on the Uber boat. Not Uber now, boat. Lauren. No. It's, it's too hot. It's too hot. It was hot back then hot. when it wasn't oh, even... Oh. It wasn't very adventurous. It was a, a trek. <laughs> it was a must. You had no other way of no. getting home. Was but it? we're home. We're here. We're, we're not ready to go. We're not moaning. We love it. Just maybe like when it's 26 tomorrow. Yeah, I just feel like 39 degrees in London is just It's uncomfortable. Chaos. The UK is not prepared for this. The we fact don't that have train tracks and our uh, uh, runways are mounting says a lot about our country. Yeah. Mm. We went swimming yesterday, though. It was fun. <gasps> had, had, a li- had a little swim. That was Lauren nice to just cool the, down. the most aggressive swimmer. <laughs> Me and Alex, we're in the slow lane. having Doing nice breaststroke. A gentle we're in, breaststroke. We're in the right lane, right? <laughs> oh, of course. We're in the correct lane. Yeah, but that, Lauren, my lane wasn't open. You were not in the correct lane. Because it wasn't open. doing... She's got a swimming cap on. Proper <laughs> swimming, splashing her feet. The amount of time she splashed me in. I was like, Lauren, Lauren. how you meant to swim. Then she ran over a lady. She completely <laughs> ran her over because she wasn't... You went straight... You know, when you, do, you know when you do that thing where you swim... She was swim. in the slow lane. Yes, but the, the medium lane wasn't open because there was a boy in the swimming club who shouldn't have been in it. Right. And anyway, I had to get him chucked out of that lane. <laughs> I got him chucked out of the lane and in I went. What was supposed to be relaxing turned out quite stressful. <laughs> it was nice though. It was a, to cool down. It was nice. Your lane was heaving by the end of it. Oh my god, it was carnage. Me and Sarah were just bobbing <laughs> at the end. Uh, at one point, we were just we having a chat. At the end, yeah, <laughs> the lifeguard didn't need to worry about us. <laughs> Let's do one more lap, then have another chat. One yeah. more lap, then one more lap, chat. then a break, a ten minute break. But anyway, it did help. Cooled us down. We anyway. hope you're all surviving in this heat, and we've got obviously this podcast yeah. for you to enjoy. And we're clearly got... not surviving very well. So good well, luck to us. I know. Well, we've got lots to talk about today, as usual. Um, So, I mean, lots to catch up on. Mm. Um, So I think we should get straight into it. Okay, so before we start this week's podcast episode, it's time for our disclaimer. Please remember that if you have any specific concerns or you're in a situation in which you require professional or medical Mm -hmm. advice, you should consult with an appropriately trained and qualified specialist. We are not trained to give advice in any way whatsoever. This podcast consists only of our own opinions based on our own life experiences and may, of course, be completely wrong. Probably is. Just three regular best friends loving that. been a busy week it's been not weekend it's felt like a bank holiday for me it did it was a lot of plans it was a fun weekend it was a very fun weekend so we kicked it off we kicked it off strong didn't we we did we went to shoreditch house we did did. our favorite place (laughs) we did did. our favorite place thanks to my friend sophie who shout out shout Shout out out to sophie Sophie. um i hope you're listening we went to uni together in london um the lpc and she is fortunately wait sorry is lpc a uni or is lpc a course sorry lpc is the course yeah the uni is in london right right right. so it's after your degree is that so I didn't go to uni, uni with her, but we went to, um, we did our LPC together. Right. And she is a member and she loves Soho House. Mm. Um, Shoreditch House. Shoreditch House. I'm talking about the brand. Oh, so. okay. uh, sorry, sorry. Because <clears throat> she goes to Soho Farmhouse. Anyway, um, she took me to Shoreditch House once and I just fell in love. And yeah, we went on Friday. It was, the, so it was these two's first, first, first time, time. <laughs> Sarah and Lauren. We were Shoreditch House And did House you like virgins. it? 
thoroughly enjoyed. I think it was great. The weather. So we were so excited. Obviously, it was so hot on Friday as well. And we knew there was a pool there. And then it said that there was going to be a roof party there. And as soon as we walked in, the first person we saw <laughs> was Sam Smith. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I know. I know. Sam, Sam and Smith. Smith. We were like, right, we need to seriously play it cool. Yeah. We are cool. I know. But we walked up the stairs and I saw him first and I was like, oh my God. And then I was about to say, guys, 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 it's Sam Smith. And you lit, and then someone else. Did I, it. I just saw his chunky boots. He was wearing like high heel chunky boots. And I just looked up because I was going upstairs and he was like standing at the top of the stairs. And I just looked up and I, and I was wow. like, it's Sam Smith. Yeah, well, we didn't. We scream. didn't. Act like we didn't scream it. We didn't say. He anything. didn't know. No, no, he didn't look at us and think, "Oh God!" Like he didn't know. That There's we some knew. mega fans over he there. Didn't know that we knew that they knew. Um, <laughs> so, so, sorry, we've just closed the doors, and I'm. It's, it's getting, getting even harder hotter in here. In here. Um, so, Shoreditch House. I feel like mine and Alex's night. You know, we had a great night. We were dancing. We didn't really see Lauren. We didn't really see Lauren. Lauren was on her own night out. So, Lauren, why don't you <laughs> tell us about your night out? Because I don't really actually, you know, we were yeah, on different we, nights excuse out. Excuse me. Excuse I did me. spend a few hours with you, all right? I tried to speak to her in the toilet. I said, Lauren, <laughs> babe, not seeing you for a while. How's it going? Do you mind holding my drink whilst I go for a wee? She said, Sarah, I've got to go and go flirt. <laughs> yeah. And she walked out. <laughs> it, honestly, she, well, I hadn't seen her either. And I, which we'll get to. You're making hours so I didn't spend any just, time with you. I did. <laughs> I met I met Pierre at about eleven thirty. All right, so we spent two, we hours spent two and a half. We spent two and a half hours together. Bearing in mind we left at two a.m., so you yeah. spent longer. But with can I just PM. say I spend every day with you two girls? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, no, so let me off. we had <laughs> me and Sarah had. Um, we were chilling with Sophie by the pool, and actually, yeah, okay, I may have. May have taken a little sneaky dip in the pool. I don't know if I was supposed oh to do god, that. Oh my god, it was so funny. But it was funny because I got in. I was in there for quite a while, and you then were. You weren't. She. You. She, she wasn't like doing was, the length. She was just bobbing I in was one bobbing spot, and doing like on swimming the spot, on the spot. You weren't stroke. being hectic no. in the pool. But you didn't have like your bikini or anything. You just literally went in. Yeah, in your I went into my. Do you know what? If I hadn't, you couldn't been wearing, tell. If I hadn't been wearing that underwear, I wouldn't have yeah. done it. But because it was like a matching black, black and it was like strapless, it kind of could have been a bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, "Yeah, it looks like a bikini." So I went in, blah blah blah, um, and then and then I had to get out. Um. Like the, the security <laughs> guys, honestly, she'd been in there like ten minutes, and they came over, and Alex just knew straight away. She just turned around and was like. I can't be in here, can I? They're like, no, can you get out, please? And I was like, And Fine. she was like, okay. She was like, get me a towel, get me a towel, get me a towel. So Sophie went and got me a towel. And then I just then I just sat with the towel around me. And we all had our legs like dangling in the yeah. pool. Like, everyone was sitting around by the pool. But because it, was, because it was late, like they have to cut, they have to have a cut off point as to when, mm. like, because they can't. I guess it's dangerous. And you know what, Alex? You're gorgeous. <laughs> oh my God, it was so... Funny. So we got lunch with his housemate, yeah, Pierre's friend. housemate. So can I just say he's a runway model? So they were French. He is a runway. He is a runway model. I did not get that vibe. Can I just say Pierre, Pierre at this point was off with Lauren, so it was just me and Sarah and Sophie around the pool, and it was Pierre's friend that was sitting with us. H- hadn't really said anything. Had, didn't didn't speak to us at all. He was just lingering. <laughs> And Alex initiated conversation when she was in the pool and knew me and Sophie were lost causes. We weren't going to go in the pool. So she like pinpointed him like, get in the pool. You have to come <laughs> in the pool Did he get in with me. you? Oh yeah, I was no, trying no, to no. get him. Oh, he didn't. He didn't. He loses then membership. She, then we didn't talk to him. Then she got out. She's sitting on the side of the pool. With a towel wrapped With a towel. With her, knee, her legs dangling in the pool. And he just kept poking her knee, like <laughs> intermittently. I'd say every couple of minutes, he'd poke her knee. Super gently, just one, a one finger poke. <laughs> You're gorgeous. <laughs> and then we continued chatting. Like, it was like, excuse me. <laughs> You're gorgeous. <laughs> and then we'd like, you know, laugh and be like, ah, oh, thank you. Continue chatting. You need to tap her again. No. Hello. You're gorgeous. <laughs> It's like, yeah, okay, thank you, thank you. Oh. By the end of it, I was like, honey, I know I'm gorgeous. I know I'm gorgeous. I know you think I'm gorgeous. But the funny thing was, is that all this had happened, and we was like, right, okay, quite adventurous. We then go in the <clears> toilet, and I'm drying my underwear under the um, under the hand dryer, and it's all going on. I've got my dress over there. <laughs> I've got the, 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 the underwear under the dryer. Lauren walks in at this point, which is what Sarah was talking mm. about earlier. Lauren walks in, and we're like, oh, my God, I just went in the pool. Like, where have you been? She was like... Honey, I'm off to go flirt. Like, I can't yeah. be in here a second longer. <laughs> I need to go flirt. She didn't want to know us. She did not want to know 
She wasn't. She looked at pool. me up and down. Wasn't even bothered that no. I'd been for a swim in the pool, and she just goes. <laughs> I need to go flat. She definitely wasn't a hand to help. She wasn't helping you dry clothes. She wasn't helping me go for a wee. (laughs) Sorry, girls. Sorry. It's fine. It was worth it because she delivered the goods in the form of a great story with Pierre. So we forgive you because Pierre, you know, Pierre Pierre wasn't fun. He was fun. He was fun with me. So what happened with Pierre, Lauren? Just quickly, what happened with Pierre? Give us a run. So we were sat on the sofas and me and Sophie were sat next to each other and there were these two guys... One was Pierre, the other was his, was his housemate. Was the model. The model. I sat- cannot stress enough how much he doesn't look like a model. Yeah, but he kind of well, could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, Well, on. so I was like, oh, Sophie, I, re- I think that guy's really fit. And she was like, oh, it's fine. I'll speak to him. So she like leans over and she asks She's about really confident. their, she asks about their um, the drinks that they're drinking. And then we get talking. It's all nice. And then they are like, do you want to go for a cigarette? And I'm like, well, I don't smoke, but... I'll but I sure you. I do. will come out with you. If you smoke, I smoke. Yeah. So we all went outside. Yeah, yeah. Do you smoke? Oh, me too. <laughs> no, I didn't smoke. I would, but we all went outside. We all went outside together. You guys included. We went upstairs, and then I kind of lost you. And me and Pierre went after lost the bar. You. She couldn't run away from us quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were all in the smoking area for a bit. And then, oh, but- that's when I made friends. I lost all of you, actually. Yes, yeah, so it wasn't just me. I made friends with those two girls that were really young, and then I took them to the bar to get a free <laughs> picanto. Came back and got them a bed by the pool, but then they left me and never spoke to me again. <laughs> oh no! And I, I was really nice to them. So. Anyway. Well, while we were making friends, so you were off with Pierre, did you get a little kiss? Well, we went to the bar and he was like, do you want a drink? And I was like, yeah, go on then. So we, he bought us a drink and he was like, oh, I shouldn't really be drinking because I'm doing something and I'm doing something like in two weeks time and I shouldn't be drinking. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm actually climbing Kilimanjaro. And I was like, what? And those like, of you who have listened to the podcast should know that Lauren has recently climbed Kilimanjaro. I was like, Her what? heart dropped. She's fallen in love. This is like, it. This is I was the like, one. I climbed it two weeks ago. And he was like, no, you didn't. I was like, I, I did. Like, I'll show you my pictures. And he was like, right, we're going. He was like, we're going to sit down. You're going to tell me all about it. Let we're, me take you to the rooftop, honey. So we go outside and we're like sitting down. And Under the stars. I'm showing him all my pictures and all my videos. And I'm telling him all about it. And he's doing literally the exact same route as me. So we were vibing. That's what I'm going to say. Is he doing it on his own? No, he's doing it with a friend. Uh. and like he was like i can't believe like a girl like you is in so house shoreditch house sorry like i never thought anyone in the, in this house would <laughs> in this place would climb kelly and i was like excuse me pierre yeah, so what, what are you trying to say and pierre? then at one point he was like uh can i kiss you and i was like yes pierre you can kiss me actually he has a french accent obviously because he's from France. So he's like can i kiss you <laughs> no he didn't kiss say that like, i was like yeah so we had a few kisses <laughs> It was all very was it, was fun. He, a good kisser? he was a good kisser. French kisser. And very good. Very we were French, French. kissing. There My we God, go. French kiss. God, she loves an international. Have you um, been with a French boy before? Never. Oh, just... very continental. Mm. She is very continental. First it's Irish, then it's Australian, now it's French. Yeah, but the funny thing about the whole thing <laughs> is, is that at the end of the Around night, the world in sixty days. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the night, um, we were all kind of going home. It was about half two, something like that. And by the me and Sarah had kind of made friends with Pierre at this point. And we were like, Pierre, Pierre, come back with us. Like, come with Lauren. We were waiting for a taxi, weren't we? I yeah. think we hadn't really, well, I certainly hadn't really spoken to him inside. It was when we were waiting for a taxi, it was the four of us. So me and Pierre had planned to go on a date in right. Shoreditch House. And then when we when we got outside Shoreditch House, you, you girls were like, Pierre, come back to us. Pierre, come back yeah. to us. And he was like, I only live around the corner. He lived like, around the corner. Don't care, we live 20 minutes away, blah, blah, blah. So in the end, he got, he ended up coming back to us. We literally forced him in the taxi. <laughs> Poor guy. You like, two forced he, him in the taxi. Yeah, he was like, I live around the corner. And we he he got, we had to wait quite a long time for the taxi. Yeah, so we, so we were chatting um, and he were, just got caught up. You were bantering with him, weren't you, Sarah? I know, I feel like me and him Winding nearly him had up. a physical fight at one stage. <laughs> he was pissing me off. The funny you were making fun of his French accent. <laughs> I know. I didn't know if I, if he was really hating me or if we were vibing, but I, I mean, I think we were vibing. The funny thing was, right, is then when we did get home, we were waiting like a million years for our food. We promised him we were going <laughs> to get food. We promised him basically free food. So we ordered the food and it kept being pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. So we were like, do you know what? This was at like, what, We got home about three. Yeah, and we said, Lauren and Pierre, you walk, take him to see the river and we'll order the food. And this was 3 a.m. 
Yeah, and then we decided to watch Love Island. Well, so we waited. We, we were like, right, let's put on Love Island. He didn't even really know what it was. So the funny thing was is that we watched Love Island and he, this random <laughs> French guy in our flat. Well, in our flat. Lauren had gone straight to her room, <laughs> taken all of her makeup off, come out in these stripy long johns. <laughs> like, it was clear she was getting, she like, wasn't. no action. She she was like, no, <laughs> she no, She did no. not care one bit. Um, she I didn't She didn't even try Pierre. to be sexy. No. She, she just came out in these long-sleeved, <laughs> long trousers, stripy pyjamas pajamas went and sat down next to him was like hi <laughs> so and then, then we put on love island we watched the whole oh, of love island we did have a cuddle like he was and very they affectionate cuddling, they were cuddling he? on the sofa holding little pinkies in front of little me. hands <laughs> me, me and alex were sat there just trying to chase our food it was mo- the beginning of movie night on love island so drama watched the whole of it um then pierre was like where is this food where's the food that you promised me yeah <laughs> and it was it actually wasn't there yet so we we're like sorry pierre i actually don't know where it's gone anyway Pierre then left. Left. Lots Poor Pierre came all the way back to Greenwich. We watched the sunrise. Was promised for food. Our food came at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. And we ordered three pizzas and they were the size they were of like my seven hand. Inch pizzas. They were tiny pizzas. So, all in all, it was a late one and it was an eventful one, mm. Friday night. And can it I was. just say that, um, say that um, what I loved about Pierre was um, his. Oh my god, he was wearing this god awful vest. It was not god awful. It was lovely. It was and Alice it would have loved it. Alice would have loved was, it. He was designer all over. Oh my god, but when we came back, so me and Alex <laughs> thought we were gonna beat them home and didn't because we were dawdling with the food. Lauren is walking home with his vest on. <laughs> I was no, it's, dying. It's, it's not a it's not a vest. It's a button up vest. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, he was wearing a t shirt underneath it and it, it was yeah. made of wool. It wasn't like one No, of those he wasn't vests, naked but... and Lauren had it on. <laughs> He had a t-shirt. She was wearing the vest. I just find it hilarious. Like, why are you wearing this vest? What's it doing for you? Is it my cool. question. It looked cool. And it right. warmed me up. Right. The interesting thing is, obviously, Lauren had this whole, what's the word? Adventure with Pierre in Shoreditch House on Friday night. Yeah. And then on Saturday, she had her second date with those who have listened to the podcast. Wallaby. Wallaby. So yeah. how did that go? Just briefly, Lauren, Talk to give us, us about a Wallaby. Date. The date was lovely. Yeah, the date was lovely. We went for a picnic in Hampstead Heath. Um, did you go swimming in the end? No, we didn't go swimming in no. the end. He suggested. I think that's not, nice yeah. though because it's it's effort to go swimming yeah. on a second date. It day. is. It is. So we went for a picnic. It was lovely. Um, we sat there for a few hours, just chatted, which was really nice. Sorry, can it, I just say a few episodes episodes ago, Lauren was sitting here saying. I'm not going on Hinge. I'm not. I don't want to date. I don't want to date anyone. And the How last much week, and then the the last weekend, tables have turned. The tables have turned. Oh. She's been on one date after the next, and I'm here for it. Player, I love I'm it. loving it. So, so how? So overall, and the conversation was good though. It yeah, was, the, it was no, good. He it was, was flowing. He's, he's so easy to we're chat to. We're sparks flying as much as the first. So the first one was quite passionate, I think. It was, and I don't think they were as much. And I. Do you think that's because there was quite a lot of time? So how, there was nearly maybe it was been two, two weeks. Week, it it was been two weeks, weeks and I guess maybe the like conversation had fizzled kind of like slightly. He went away and like so we didn't mm. we weren't talking as much, and like it was lovely. Like we went for a walk, then we went for dinner together. Like it was so nice. But I I think for the me spark the kind spark of was, lost was a little bit. not really there. That's fine though because um, you don't. This is what we're trying to yeah. teach you is that you don't date for with the long term necessarily in mind. It's just sad because yeah. he was like such a lovely person, like so good looking, so lovely. Yeah, like, and that's great, but such but, and good. You you weren't just, ready. It was really good. Never for a relationship anyway you wanted to date so it's like if yeah, that yeah, had yeah. turned out the he way the perfect, yeah, great, he was the perfect person to date and like perfect person to ease a lovely into person it. but he has since ghosted me anyway yeah so she Stop. comes back and she's like it's not for me we're gonna have to try and compose a message to try and let him down gently so we were like okay but we were like we'll d- put our heads together we said and don't we'll do that yet but when when she left how the day ended was so they met at 2 p.m. They'd got you had spent the day together. They'd gone for dinner, and he then said, "I'm going to meet some friends. Do you want to come?" Yeah, and he'd also suggested like he'd he, within the date he'd said like we should do this and we should do that. So it wasn't right like, in the future. In, yeah, in the future. Yeah. So he had was, an intention to see you yeah. again, hundred percent. And then and it was you were the one that was kind of not really feeling it. Well, and then, I yeah, and I was gonna I wanted to come and meet you girls. Alice had come to Greenwich. Like I I did want yeah. to come yeah. meet you girls. And like no, I you just had think your own plans too on Saturday him, night. So you like, were like sorry. And meeting his friends, I just don't know whether Intense, I felt like yeah. right meeting his friends mm. even if i'd been feeling it which like you know i'm still thinking about it but like 
even if, ha- if I had been feeding it, I just think meeting his friends on a second date is a big thing. Yeah. But we left it like, and he was like, like, would you love to come? And I was like, no, no. Like, I was like, I've got to meet a friend, but like mm. maybe next time. So then I, we kissed goodbye. Yeah. A little snog. Left on good terms. And then, yeah. And then I texted him afterwards because I, I didn't know whether I'd been giving off a vibe that I wasn't mm. completely into it as I was the previous time. So I sent him a text saying, thank you for a lovely day. Like, I'm sorry I didn't come out with your friends this time um like have a lovely night he hasn't opened it or replied and that's so unlike him because he's such a like well he seemed to be such a like it's no no no, he's been watching my stories Uh, and stuff uh, and he's been online he's just not opened her message it's so weird that is so So weird usually but he can't be annoyed by that i don't know the thing is he's such an open like like person where he seemed like it like so like lovely so i'm just so confused by it and it's not like that was a pre-plan and then you decided on the day actually i'm not gonna meet your friends like you'd let anyone down no no no, i didn't never knew about this until half an hour before so i'm just very confused but thank god like you weren't really feeling it because you'd be feeling upset now if yeah Yeah, i would someone just goes to do like that yeah, i mean definitely. who does that goes from like literally yeah. kind of love bombing you in a sense to like yeah. switching your mind really quickly like That's it's a bizarre. bit weird and if anything it's the universe being like okay you were right your gut feeling was right maybe this this yeah. isn't like the one but at least i'm proud of you for going on the date yeah. for getting back out there it's now you're you're now ready to I'm, to, to go and on he was board. recognizing person. it wasn't right like that's such a good step to take is recognize when someone's gushing all this love at you it's very easy to get swept up and you yeah. knew actually this isn't right. Yeah. And you know, he was lovely and it was a great first date. You know, like I haven't put myself out there in a whole year. Yeah. So yeah. to put myself out there, I've had a quite a crazy few weeks, but oh, you know what? You know what? I think, life, I, think I, I think I needed it. I so needed that. It's, it's hot girl summer. summer. Woo. Talking of hot girl summer, um, we also need to update you on something very, very juicy that's happened in the course of the last week after the last episode, and that is Sarah had a date. Her first date since moving into the flat, being single, and so we need to talk about that, I think. Yes, we do. So let's talk about it. Let's break it down. <laughs> let's break it down. Okay. So, Sarah's date. It happened on Sunday. Um, well, obviously, it ha- came about really quickly because Super in the last fast. podcast episode, there was no sign of a date. <laughs> Sarah was, was like, no I'm sign. not interested in dating. I was still going to be like the waitress for those two's dinner party double date they were having. <laughs> I was I was getting no action. So and when I mean no action, <laughs> I don't want to sell myself short, but no action. <laughs> on Hinge, she means, on the dating app. So, how did it happen then? Quickly, 30 seconds. So... What are we saying? How did this date come about? So, Friday morning, I woke up talking to zero boys. No, there was no prospects. <laughs> Friday morning was a hectic time. So, I started speaking on Bumble. We matched. And I replied to his little bio thing. Um, and it was just quite good chat, wasn't it? Like, we were yeah, absolutely... he was funny. We were pissing ourselves. More so at our responses than his. Yeah. But he was funny. We and I like you call it our chat. responses. Not, like... As a, we're a three, we <laughs> talked to him. We all talked to him together. We got to we, do it. We compose most of our messages together. together. But then it's yeah, pressure. I mean, it can set you up for a failure then when you're on the actual date. Yeah, because you're like, am I this funny? Um, so that was the backstory. And he, so he, we, Alex basically said, why don't you say this? This was like the third message I was sending. She said about a date. I was like, Alex, I'm absolutely not going to do that. I was like, why not? So what I did. we phrased it in a way... I think he hadn't been to Greenwich before, so I said, I'll give you a VIP tour if you want, but my diary's filling up fast, so you'll have to book in advance. As an insinuation, but dope. not a, yeah. you know, take it how you will. Yeah. I've not embarrassed myself here. Anyway, he took it and said, are you free Sunday? This was Friday lunchtime. Love it. We loved it. it. We got the excitement. We were, we were, we were screaming. screaming. We were running about the flat, like, oh my God, Sarah's got a day. <laughs> Um, I think we videoed it and put it on the we story. Did, yeah, so that, we that, that, was, that was pure. That was when it just happened. We were that happy. It came about really quickly. We were like, Sarah, you have to go. So, and I mean, yes, it was very hot this on the Sunday, but Ugh. it was nice to do a kind of a Sunday is nice to do something a bit different. You know, you, we always say Sunday. Why does it have to be boring? Yeah, day? It can make it into a date day. Exactly, exactly. So no, it was good, and I didn't have much time to stress about it because it was literally happening. Um. So, yeah, so then it, I, I, then I did think, will it actually happen, will it not? And we weren't texting much, like, at all. There was, like, a few messages, and he said, I'll text you a plan. Um, so... before uh, Just before you get into that, Sarah, I was thinking that maybe um, 
if anyone listened to our, I think it was second or third episode, we talked about these second date checklists. checklist. I mean, this is technically a first date, but it applies to everyone. But I get confused. Is the checklist for the first date if we're getting a second date? Yeah, well, I thought it was. Thought that's what it was the for. reason why we did it as a second date checklist is because the first date, we, you can't, it's, you can't oh, really yeah, judge yeah. everyone okay. too much. You have to give them a chance. Right, right, right. But we're going to go straight in with the checklist. Yeah. So I think, let's go through it and you can tell us about the date using the checklist. And again, if, if everyone yeah. that um, remembers, you can apply it for dating, relationships, yeah. whatever you want, but you've it's important that everyone gets an 80% pass rate and yeah. if they don't, bye-bye. But We're this not- is a good gauge because I actually came back like, yeah, it was a good date. and I ha- So now let's see if it actually was according to yeah. the rules we previously set for the dates. If it if it's, if, if, it, it, if it doesn't score 80%, are you going to say, sorry, Big Ben? Yeah, are you going to... Big Ben has got to go. Big Ben, you got to go. Be, but FYI, he was called Tall Ben because he's six foot five. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times this guy said how tall he was. I was like, are you winding me up? Stop saying how tall you are. It's like when an Irish person harps on about their Irish accent. It's now not sexy because you are, you know, like... Harping on about Harping it. on. Okay. So, but we changed it to Big Ben because we're in London, but it's not big He's for a any other reason. He's a tourist attraction for Sarah. Okay? It's just Tall Ben, but we call him Big Ben. So Big Ben, okay, question number one. <laughs> did Big Ben make an effort with planning the date, e.g. pick the location? He did. So he messaged to say, send me your number, because this was on Bumble, send me your number, I'll, I'll let you know the plan. Yeah. On the, This is on Friday. On Saturday, I hadn't heard anything. So Saturday night, I was like, well, I need to know what I'm doing. So I did have to say, so What's what do you want to do tomorrow? And I did say because I was supposed to be somewhere else. I was supposed to be in Richmond and seeing him on the way back through to Greenwich, then didn't go to Richmond. So I messaged to say, not going to Richmond anymore. Do you want to meet around London Bridge area? So then he replied to say, how about between the bridges? So he, I had to initiate, but he then booked the place we didn't book it we didn't okay so i feel like he he planned it he passes it he took control of that we took control because i then suggested somewhere else and he said no no between the bridges four o'clock see you there be there authoritative square so So i was like oh okay ben kind of ties in with number two so did he give you at least 24 hours notice of the date and time well i had you had to to, I had it. to initiate. Okay. But then he I feel did. Like he it wasn't an on the day. He passed. He passed. We'll give him a mark. We'll give that. him a tick. We'll for be that. we'll be generous. So number three, did he arrive early or on time? So was he already there? He arrived two minutes before me, and I was five minutes late. So he was before me. Perfect. So he was early. Dreamy, and he sat down, got a table. That's what I like and to then, see. Yeah. It's taking control of the situation. It's taking control of the situation, and it's it's just being polite. And it's being mature and it's being like, this is what we're doing. It's not running. Yeah. You don't need to be running late. You don't like, you know, be a man. And what I liked is that early. on Sunday we weren't like texting. I mean, I was low-key freaking out about this. I thought I was going to turn up. He wasn't there. But I, he, we weren't texting. He like he waited till three and then I was like, okay, I'm leaving now. See you there. So it's like, it was reassurance that I'm going to be there. But it's not yeah, like we were yeah. texting all day in the yeah. run-up because that's just awkward for me okay that's good okay so that's number three so number four on the checklist is were they polite to waiters slash staff yes and he actually said to me so at the second bar we went to he actually mentioned this because i think i had a little chat with the waitress i can't remember and he said don't you think it's such a sign of how someone is how they are he, with the waiters and waiters? has he listened to the podcast he did the checklist on me he reversed it <laughs> he reversed it so i said oh okay. my god yes that is always what you gauge it off so okay. yes oh, he was perfect Tick for that, that. Number five, okay. Did they ask or did Big Ben ask questions and show an interest in your life? He did. He he did ask questions. We had a lot in common. I'd say we did equal amount of questions. That's but good. What, That's it, good. And That's what you don't want said, it to be one-sided. You've no. got to ask questions too. And what he said, which I think all the listeners will now realise is a classic me thing, he was like, it's so weird that when we talk... We're just constantly interrupting each other with stories, but it's like a nice conversational oh, flow. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that is so true. Like we just keep interrupting, so it doesn't sound like talking about ourselves, awkward, basically. No there was no silences. awkward silence at all. It was very equal, I would say. That's oh, nice. Okay, uh, number six. Did Big Ben offer to pay at all if he asked you on the date or what happened? Did you split it or did you ask to pay? Yeah, so between the bridges, it's like a... It's like a pop-up. It's like a food drink. It's like box park vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as soon as I got there, he stood up. We said hello and he said, what do you want to drink? And I said, oh, I don't know what you're going to get. He said, I've got my eye on a frozen margarita. So I said, yeah, I'll have that, please. 
He went to get that round, and then when I finished my drink, I said, do you want another? So then we were just doing rounds. We did rounds the so whole that's night. Fair. That's it's fair. fair. Yeah, that's nice. I think on the first date, you don't know yeah. if you're going to have a second date. And it's, it is and a he can't unfair. be going to the bar when you're paying each time. That's no, awkward for him to and always go to the bar. And cocktails are expensive. So but, yeah. to expect one person to pay the whole thing. It a is brownie like, point oh. that he did yeah. was on his round when we got into the second place. I said, I'll get a rosé. And he said, which one? I said, I'll get a Pinot Grigio yeah. blush. And he said, do you like Whispering Angel? I said, I like mm. it, but I'll get a Pinot do Grigio blush. Do I like blush. it? I love it. And it's then expensive Whispering Angel. So expensive. He ordered a Whispering Angel for me. Love that. And that love was his that. round. Big fan. So that was, a, that was a point. Bits. So that's a point. Okay, mm. we're nearly there. Number seven, did he respect boundaries? I.e. did, so he didn't ask you to go back with them or suggest you could more than once. No, it, that wasn't discussed at all. Oh, and it was a Sunday, but uh, you know. But it still, some, wasn't discussed. Some guys yeah, but I think some guys that, would. And that's, yeah. and that's bad. Even if it was no, a Sunday, so. Not so, discussed. Tick for Big Ben. It was ben. All, all respectful. Big Ben, we are loving you. Tick, tick, tick. Okay, number <laughs> eight. Did Big, did Big Ben make sure you get home okay? E.g. walked you to the station. <laughs> We're laughing because he we know, did that. We know right. what's happening. But did he walk you to the station or watch you get into a taxi? Go. So so I could get, we were at Waterloo and we, I could see Waterloo Station. The, the, we were at Waterloo Tap and I could see the station. So he said, and he knew, he said, um, are you, is it easier if you get home from London Bridge? Because I I'd said during the day, oh, I wanted to meet at London Bridge because it's easy for me. Like, yeah, you know, that's why I suggested it. So he then said when we were at Waterloo, oh, do you want to walk to London Bridge because it's easier for you to get home? So I said, no, no, it's the same from Waterloo or like yeah. London Bridge. Like I can just get on the Jubilee line. He was like, no, I know, but do you want to walk to London Bridge? And I was like, no, it's the same. I can get on a water And he was like, but do you he, fancy a walk? He wasn't getting the picture. So then I was like, oh, do you you fancy a bit more chat, do you? <laughs> you want a bit more time um, with me. So I said, I don't know, Big Ben, because I said I was going to be home for Love Island. It's 10 to 9. This is going to slow me down. <laughs> the girls are waiting for me. Um, so we did. Now, we walked to London Bridge across along the river. Um, and it was quite drunk at this point. And then when we got there, he... Uh, he was getting on the northern line and he thought I was getting on the northern line and then I was like oh no no so we, we were at the gates and he, I was like no I'm go going on Jubilee line like the gates are literally five metres apart he said oh I'll walk you to the gate <laughs> I was like babe the gate is there, there. You, you stay here I'm just going to go to there and he's like I'll walk you to the gate so <laughs> I read that do you know what he really did drop so me off he actually dropped me off the furthest he could have gone he, he, went. he went oh he was basically in the barrier with me <laughs> <laughs> okay tick so two more. Number nine. Did he text you to make sure you got home okay? Didn't he? Ask, I can't remember. No, no, he, I remember because you were a bit drunk. He had asked. <laughs> yeah, you were. He had asked you to text him when yes. you got home okay, and I remember saying. And your Sarah, phone died. My phone yes, died. Yes. But you texted him, and then he was. And like, he knew my phone was gonna die, yeah. so I texted him saying I'm home. But he had okay. asked you. He to told text me to text. Him. Him. He passes so, that. So and he knew my phone was gonna die. See, I appreciate that. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Last he's, one. He's, he's got, got nine out of ten at the moment. Okay. Did he get a hundred percent? This is the big question. Number ten. Did he, well, I know the answer to this. Did he then text you within 24 hour, hours after the date? Like, has he carried on the conversation? That's a big fat yes. He did. He did. He carried well on done, the conversation. Well done, Big Ben. 10-10 Top, for Big Ben. Woo! So another day is definitely on the cards now then. Well, he said on the date he wanted to do another date and he said he wanted it not to be drinky. Okay. So okay, I asked nice. if we could do I the bikes. That's nice because we like that. But he didn't want to do the bikes. He didn't seem keen on the bikes. What about like the golf thing? You know, the golf Oh, he likes golf. Yeah, so why don't you do that? Do Greenwich, do Greenwich golf. Yeah, that's good. This idea. actually does bring us on to our dilemma. But before the dilemma, mm. I want to know something. What? Did you have a cheeky a cheeky snog? So, so on the romantic walk back, that obviously he'd fucking plotted to London Bridge. So we were walking next to each other, obviously, and. I can't remember what he said. What I liked about him is that he was giving like very subtle compliments throughout the evening. Like yeah. he didn't immediately say you look nice. It was like when I took my sunglasses off, he was like, oh, wow, you've got amazing eyes. You should keep your sunglasses off. It was like, he said, and then he was like, I never match with people I don't find attractive. On Burma, then he was like, that was a compliment. So he was way. giving you so compliments. So it was very That's subtle. Nice. So then when we were walking, he'd said another one about something about being attracted. But then it was like, but I feel like you can only really tell when you kiss someone. And then he grabbed my hand and then kissed me. So this was on the river path. So then that, after that had happened, then he held my hand whilst we were walking home. Oh. And I just immediately like stiffened up and I was like, mm. 
this I feel very like I suddenly did just feel super overwhelmed like shit I don't I don't know if I'm ready for this and then he noticed he was like oh sorry if you just made you if I just made you feel uncomfortable I was like no, oh, no, 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 no it's fine it's fine it's fine I was just like you just caught me off guard I just I feel a bit overwhelmed it's fine and he was like oh my god so sorry like let yeah. go of my hand and then we were just walking oh, and talking and chatting him. again what a sweetheart. but then we did kiss again Woo! two more times did you was it nice yeah. Sarah got a kiss. It was, it was a nice kiss. Mm. So nice kiss. this kind of brings us on to the dilemma that we put on our stories yes. today. So essentially, obviously, they've been talking, Sarah and Big Ben have been talking about- And they're going to go on another date. A second date. Yeah. Mm. So essentially, the question is, when and what do we do? Now, there was talk of a triple date. Um, and so we were trying to think of where we could go, et cetera, et cetera. And this is with Ben's two friends. So yeah, he's got friends visiting this weekend. And I yeah. I wasn't asking in any kind of way. I just said, oh, what have you got planned for them then? Because they're visiting. And he said, oh, maybe we do a road triple date. Yeah. So this is where, who's got the dilemma? Does someone want to, oh, someone yeah. find the dilemma. Because essentially what's happening is we're going on, I don't know if everyone's obviously heard of the Thursday dating app, but every Thursday they host events where basically single people, lol, um, they hire out like it's like a celebs go dating mixer yeah isn't it? it's like a mixer like I'm really excited they I've hire out before. different um, venues all across London so we're going to the one in Shoreditch on Thursday mm-hmm. um, and we basically thought would it be weird if we just combined the triple date with the Thursday date night because it's just going to be a bar full of loads of people anyway but the reason we thought this is because we don't know what his friends look like also <laughs> we made him we made him, him give us like a bio he sent us voice notes which I appreciated for mm. them both but mm. it still didn't gave us no information he sent a picture of someone's back of their head we don't know what they look like so Alex and Lauren were like okay I'll come but I don't want it to be called a date I don't want it to be this don't want it to be that so then we thought why don't we tie it all into Thursday date night so it's less yeah, awkward that was our thinking so I didn't come and go yeah but then I did was thinking about it more, and I thought it's less awkward for them, but it's more awkward for me because I can't. I wouldn't feel comfortable talking yeah, to new guys no. in front of him. But then I don't want to be stuck with him all night. And I it kind of and, links you know? a bit to the dilemma last week. You, you know, would be the most yes, restricted. About the dilemma last week, saying you're on a first date and he's talking to another girl, we were like, well, that that's would be, disrespectful. Yeah. But I'm literally putting us both in this situation. Yeah, so, I think it would be a bit weird. So, the, but the dilemma did help me because genuinely I was going to message him and say that, but we I was a bit unsure. You were going to do it know yesterday, if I was going to. Yeah. So I thought, let's just put it on the podcast. Yeah. So, so you put it on the podcast, and what were the results? For those who haven't seen, so it was basically exactly what's just happened. So I d- actually don't need to read it to you. Um, the options were, no, 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 vibe killer giving mis- mixed messages. Yes, perfect scenario and way less pressure. Now, it was literally 50-50 all day, and I thought, oh, God, like, it's really split. But now it's 60% vibe killer, 40, well, 59%. Did I just say that? 59% vibe killer, 41% yes. So we've gone with the So majority. we're not going to do it. We're not doing we it. do trust your opinions. Yeah. And we, we're thinking actually. And it would, it would be more uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And it at least you can go. Yeah. Position. And you can go and have some fun and talk to whoever you want to talk to. And now we all get to go on a triple date separately. Yeah. So we and can we do get it to have fun time. on Thursday. Exactly. And we can get to have fun on Thursday and I can talk to other people without feeling uncomfortable. So thank you listeners for yeah, your thank help. Thank you listeners, for that. you helped me. We would us. have made a grave mistake yesterday. Yeah, we, look, we would have lost Big Ben. We would have. Big Ben would have judged us Big massively. Ben would have been knocked over. Knocked over. <laughs> Burnt. So, so that's the dilemma. That's the tea. Thank you had the dilemma. That. God, we've had lots of, lots of catch up on this week. But oh, obviously right. we'll keep you updated on Big Ben. He's the, he's the main. And then, attraction. so we've done, so then just give us a brief on Willy Wonka because he is still in the mix, isn't he? Willy Wonka, the guy that I've been on two dates with now, is still on the mix. He's been away. Um, but I think we might be going on a date, a, mm. another Sunday date. Mm. Which is nice because I did want to do a more chill day. And then I can see, you know, when you can just see each other in like a more, a different light. Yeah, Yeah, you've had two, well, you had a big Mine have both been quite drinky Mm. and I just want to do something more chill. So I will keep you updated on that. Um, And yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I think we're officially daters, guys. We are. We're daters. We're in the height of hot girl summer here. We entered the dating We are in the height of hot girl summer. It is bloody boring. It is hot. It is hot. Hot. I can see sweat dripping down reasons. Sarah's Honestly, forehead. My boot. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> there are beads of sweat in my cleavage. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I think we should go into our dilemma. Dilemma of the podcast. Let's go. Okay. So next dilemma, Lauren. Would you like to read it out for us, please? I sure can. Okay. So. Um, this girl starts with, hey girls, it's Lola here, fake name. Lola, love the name Lola. I love the name Lola. 
I was wondering if you had have any advice for me. I've been feeling, I've not been feeling like myself for a while now. As a person, I would say I'm, I'm outgoing and sociable, but for the last few months, I've not felt like myself. Some days I wake up and feel good, but other times I wake up and I have no energy to, energy to do anything i don't want to socialize with anyone and i just feel really really low Mm. i know it's not right for me to be feeling like this but i just don't really know what to do i've opened up to my mum about it and she suggested that i speak to someone about how i'm feeling like a doctor or a therapist but i feel like I, i feel embarrassed about doing that is it embarrassing I'm 20 and I don't feel like I can discuss this with my friends uh, as I don't want to bring them down with me. If you have any advice, that would be amazing. Thank you, girls. I feel like you're my friends from afar. Oh, that's so That cute. makes me so sad. First of all, can I just say, nothing is embarrassing. Yeah. No. You don't ever, ever be embarrassed to ever talk about your feelings no. in any way whatsoever, no matter who it's with. I'm so well done for telling your mum already. Yeah, you need to talk about it with, with, I know sometimes it's really hard to talk about and find someone that you feel comfortable yeah. talking yeah. about it with, but the first thing that you need to remember before you do that is, none of these people none of these people should judge you it's not embarrassing and actually it's way better to say something and be embarrassed than to not say anything and at act- all and actually sure. like more people are probably feeling the way you're feeling and as well like you know yeah. you talking to someone might help them to open that, up about that, it too exactly and I, I think, think that's so true is that you know if everyone's shy to talk about how they're feeling chances are your group of friends at least one person will be thinking yeah, the same definitely. thing because they're equally shy to talk to you about it yeah, yeah and it, so will, it might open up a conversation for sure and actually someone else can feel like they then can confide in you about similar yeah. things but like, oh my god i'm actually going through the same thing exactly you never know and i think even talking to them even if none of them are going through the same thing it takes a bit of anxiety and pressure off you not having to for example if you've got a night out planned or you've got plans and you're just not feeling up to it and they don't know that yeah. anything's yeah, wrong. Yeah, They're going to yeah, be yeah. like, oh, you're so boring. They shouldn't say that. But do you know what I mean? They'll be like, yeah. why aren't you coming? Why Come you coming? on, Question, don't be boring. Yeah. Let's go for a drink. Whereas if they know and you're like, do you know what, girls, I'm just not feeling up to it. Done. Like, they'll be like, okay, absolutely no problem. Can we do something like with you? Do you want to be on your own? Yeah. It's just kind of setting the context, I think, so that... You know, and they're not going to judge it you, and you're not—you no definitely not bringing them down. And no. you're not. Don't be scared that you're bringing anyone else and down. I don't, because I don't that's think not you're. The case. No, and I don't think you're alone in the in the feelings that you're feeling. I think a lot of people feel the way you're. Yeah. You know, other people can relate to how you're feeling, and I think that what your mum has said about going to see a doctor or a yeah. therapist is a really good place to start. I mean, I know that you, Sarah, you've had yeah. you've spoken to a therapist before <laughs> I um, sure have and, that, and, and they helped you out a lot and we so have lots much. of friends who've spoken to therapists and so I think, talk about your experience with that because I feel like yeah. it really helped you right and I think I think firstly it's so important to point out that I think none of my friends like if you said like I am almost the last person that people would think that would need therapy in the way that I never no. really talk to anyone about my feelings. No, or... and you do come, acro- come across as you have it together and you're... Yeah, all the time. And you're happy all the time. And actually, you're right. You're probably the least person to, I would think that would need it because you do tend to like think, no, I'm okay. I'm going to hold this together. I'm you're very strong. Per- yeah, and you actually, you come need to get... Strong. I just like avoid it. That's, I think, yeah. ultimately, that's why I ended up needing it is because... I was in a situation that was just getting the best of me and I, my, naturally my emotional thing is avoiding yeah. and I always wait for a feeling to pass and then when I know I'm fine, I go back and look at it and think, oh, I wasn't very happy then or that wasn't quite right yeah. but I'm over it now so it's fine and that's how I deal with it. I've, I am not good with dealing with my emotions and I know at the time that, that you need to At the to time that I them. need to, I can't. Like I can't, I don't, and it's not even that I can't deal with it, it's that I can't, feel how I'm feeling to deal with it. It's like, I'm not really that in tune with my body until a delayed reaction. Um, Sorry if you can hear people outside. They're really quite inconsiderate. We've got a podcast going on But we here. just had to open that door because but honestly, we, 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 you heard about the sweat. It's sweltering. So if you hear some boys in the background, just ignore them. Carry on. Carry <laughs> They're on. not our boyfriends, They're I promise. Not our so, boys. But, so you, um, rec- so you recognised, though, that so, you weren't feeling, like, low. And I went, I recognised. Yeah, so recognize I went, no right. one knew. I'd had a session yeah. and no one knew. So I was, and it, it was because of, you know, I was in a situation where I knew, and I'm happy to say it was because of my past relationship. I'm not saying that person drove me to therapy. I just knew I wasn't dealing with something. Yeah. So... 
I just knew I was feeling massively overwhelmed and I couldn't, I just couldn't deal with it. I just felt a, a complete loss of what to do. And it's really sad. I, it was on a Saturday night and I remember, and I was <laughs> just crying on the sofa because I was like, I, and I was just, like, I don't really cry. And I was like, I just don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what I'm feeling. And I thought it's not right that I don't know what I'm feeling. Yeah. So I just Googled therapist near me because I know, We've I know other friends, friends that, yeah, that go do. to therapy. And they, and they rave about it. And they, yeah. And they yeah. can't. And they've been doing it for a long time. They and can't if, yeah. support it enough. They think, you know, yeah. you don't just have to go to therapy if you have a specific problem. Some no. trauma. I think it's everyone thinks. Just anything. Yeah. You can just have it for your day-to-day life. To help life. you through day-to-day for life. Sure. And actually, I think it probably, everyone like, it probably makes everyone you would benefit better from a therapist. Sure. At life. That's the thing. You don't have to have, it's not like you have to have been through divorce or, you know, some major trauma to you know be able to go anyone can go and you can get it on the nhs for free i didn't and just because i needed to see i knew i needed to see them there and then yeah yeah. so and so i booked her on the saturday i messaged her and i was in therapy sorry how did you find her you just i just literally googled it did you look at reviews or i did a bit sarah's probably like this would do (laughs) this would do um going in my basket and I found her and I thought she was close. To be honest, I thought she was closer than she was. And I went at nine o'clock on the Monday morning and I had to walk there. It took me an hour to walk there. So it was super quick turnaround. She replied on Saturday night, messaged me on Sunday, went on the Monday morning. And I went and just broke down and literally cried for the whole hour just because I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm just I don't know how I've got into this state where I was just so like overwhelmed. Um and then so then I had to cycle home. <laughs> Honestly, these Monday mornings were hectic. So I continued going every Monday morning at quarter to nine. Um, and I probably had about 10 sessions. So That's quite a lot. That's really good. The second week, so I was still with my boyfriend the first time. Then the second week I was still with him. And then the third week I'd gone in and I was just in not in a good place. And I was like, okay, I know that I think I need to break up with him. And we just spoke about it. And it's like, uh, yeah, I'd spoken, I had spoken to my friends about the breakup and I think it's the right time now rah 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 but I just knew I wasn't going to listen to any of my friends I wasn't going to listen to any of my family yeah you need someone independent to tell you a soundboard I was literally using her for a soundboard and that's that's what she was doing and she would ask me questions and she would be like when did you realize this or how did this make you feel and I came out of it and I honestly had never been more clear like I just knew it wasn't right and it was obviously heartbreaking and not nice but i just knew i needed to do it knew for me what you needed to yeah do. so i did and then the rest of the therapy sessions then like uh eight eight more therapy sessions were all about they were quite relationship focused to be honest mainly but I feel like because, that's because that's what was that's going what, on in yeah. your life at the time uh, that's what was that going moment. on in my life in the time and i think she saw, she was like why almost like why did you let it get to this stage and i think it was i i think that you know i did lack like self confidence and in not even insecurity but like clearly that's what it stems from is is like what how you're letting things get bad and brushing things under the carpet and not talking about it for the sake of a relationship because it's like you can't you just want to hold on to that person which isn't right so what do you feel like well what was some of the biggest things that you learned from therapy boundaries so the first thing explain the first thing was she told me to get my values. So she gave me a sheet of like 30 values and she said, pick out your top 10 and order them. So I put all of my values down and I yeah. come back to that. In pretty much everything I do now, if something doesn't match my values, then it's not serving my purpose of life. Everyone's values are different. So my values are different to your values. Yeah. And you know, what suits you and you know, Lauren like and Alex won't suit me and what suits me won't suit yeah. them. It's all about your values. So that was the main, the first thing. Then the second thing was boundaries and consequences. So I think I have said about this last week when we were giving some advice, but ev- everything that oversteps the boundary mark has a consequence because otherwise, you know, people are just taking the piss, yeah, pushing yeah, yeah. the boundaries. So it's like, what's if, the point in having boundaries if yeah, nothing and you, comes exactly? Of it. And you this allow is obviously them to like walk all over you then. Exactly, and this is in every single stage, you know, every part of life, every aspect. So, what are my boundaries with friends? What are my boundaries with relationships? What are my boundaries within work? And it's being clear on your boundaries so that then you know if someone's breaking them. 
Yeah. And then and what to do from And what that. to do. So then she said, you, you're going to know if someone's broken a boundary because you're probably going to feel pissed off. And yeah. then she, she t- told me to list the emotions I'd feel. So I listed the emotions that I'd feel. Then she said, how would you know if you felt that emotion? So then she said, start journaling. You know, every night, journal the, the feelings that you felt because we were trying to get me to connect with my feelings. <clears throat> so it was like the feelings you felt. So I remember writing down in my journal... It was when I'd come back from skiing and I was coming back to an empty flat and I just felt really, this was like three, four weeks after the break and I was just feeling not good. So I was like, hey, I feel sad. I feel lonely. I feel, you know, all these feelings I wrote down. But then I was like, I also feel excited. I also feel like, because we, I knew we were viewing the flat and things. Yeah, so I was like, I also emotions. feel excited. I also feel like this. Um, and then I was walking through, do I feel this way because of this or do I feel this way because of this? Like, do I feel lonely because I'm missing my ex-boyfriend or do I feel lonely because I'm coming back to an empty flat after a week's holiday yeah. it's like yeah. I, I know it's because of the latter because I know I wouldn't want to be with him do you know right yeah. so it's working out your feelings and then yeah. what has potentially caused that yeah right so what I would say in this instance the dilemmas instance is if you are nervous to go and see a therapist first of all don't be I think that you should definitely go down that route if you're if it's something that you you want to explore but you're just nervous of how people react explore it if you don't want to go or you want to see if there's anything else you could try before start journaling 100% I think I harp on about this but it really does work like just putting all your feelings out where I'm just recognizing the feeling you're just writing free like to to say I'm not in touch with my emotion in my journal I can just write a whole page on how I'm feeling that's really and I can't say it that's so good I can't say it but you found help you found found my outlet yeah exactly your way of doing it and I think for you where this is maybe coming in phases is it's good to even reflect back and figure out I was happier then and I'm less happy now what's changed what environment has changed am I hanging Mm -hmm. around with different people is it do I feel anxious because I'm about to go off to uni or do I feel anxious because I've broken up with my boyfriend is there something that's changed or do you want a change I think pinpointing or trying to pinpoint reflection is a great thing so I think trying to pinpoint where how you start feeling this way is great I think it's great that you've spoken to your mum definitely speak to your friends I mean yeah. I was I think I was always super open and it really helped me when the therapist wasn't there yeah I was texting my friends like I need my therapist and they're like no you don't you've got us tell yeah. us yeah. tell yeah. us how you're feeling we'll you know we won't judge whatever and that's yeah. the key isn't it it is and just don't be scared really I think from that message is that you you benefited a lot from therapy so and I'm more confident I think everyone's seen and you don't need to I'm do therapy forever you could literally yeah. just do one session and then from yeah. there you can think, okay, do I want to do another? Yeah. How am I feeling after this They're session? They're not pushing. Has it benefited me? Have it, has it yeah. not benefited me? And everyone said to me, well, they'll trap you. You know, they're really expensive. They'll, they'll, they'll keep wanting to see you they'll keep bringing up problems no mine I was going to say to her I think I don't need you anymore she said to me on that day I was going to say to her she said well it sounds like you're doing great Sarah you certainly don't need to see me anymore but I'll always be here for you and I was like and you you know that if you're ever going through something again for sure you can go back to her and I to be honest I think when the time's ready that I am ready to get into a next relationship I do think I will go back and see her just to check in to make sure I'm still being true to myself yeah because I think that you know, I do ignore red flags clearly, but equally, I don't want to go too much the other way now yeah. and be like, "Oh my god, he's done this! It's the worst thing in the world." Yeah, there Everyone's needs like, to no, be a balance. Not. Yeah. So basically, we—I mean, we hope you're doing okay. Going yeah. back to the dilemma and following Sarah's footsteps. Don't be afraid to go and see your GP, um, to see a therapist. Obviously, speak to your friends and family. The key thing is to talk about it. Um, and I think it could really, really help. And obviously, we're here if you need us um, with our yeah. great advice. <laughs> and that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we wish you the best of luck. And we're, we're all here going through similar things yeah. with you. You're not alone. We so. are your friends from afar, Lola. We are. We are. And we doctors you, can do stuff too. Sorry. Yeah. They, if you go and speak oh, yeah, to they them, can, they, they, can. they can definitely yeah, yeah, help yeah, sure. as well. So if and if want, they think yeah. it's not you know if they think it's something else for example yeah yeah, yeah. or something so they can't yeah you so to maybe go to, yeah, go to the doctor yeah. maybe um they could then maybe put you in touch with a therapist yeah yeah definitely start, explore the yeah, options explore the options but good yeah, luck. we wish you the good best luck. of luck thanks lola love, love you, you. Love Okay, so we also put a would you rather on our Instagram story. We like doing, you know, random would you rathers just to get the conversation flowing. Um, and this week it was Lauren. Did you wanna? Yeah. Okay. Out? So 
the two options were number one be infamous in history books so by infamous it means like known for doing something bad or i yeah. just didn't know what that meant um, like she thought it was famous she was no, like who um, wouldn't want to be famous <laughs> i just read the word famous I was like yeah me i want to be famous she literally messaged who wouldn't want to be famous though so, i don't get it so yeah famous for doing something bad or i know i know bad or be forgotten after your death to basically have no trace of you whatsoever essentially but from i'm taking it as like no one yeah, like nothing your, your kids grandkids they don't know who you are yeah i personally I guess kids would know who you are i personally chose yeah. to be forgotten because i Same. wouldn't want to be bad or do something bad but the poll results suggest that Otherwise. more people would want to be infamous in history books can i just say just playing devil's yeah. advocate here mm. Sometimes, okay, people, um, what we might consider as, you know, being infamous at the time yeah. for doing something or bad in, in quotation marks, whatever it's called, um, in 10 years' time might be actually seen as revolutionary. Yeah, yeah but not so everyone. For example, with... Um, I think it's more not... The no, first person it. that immediately popped to my no. mind, which I messaged Alex about. Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> In that situation, what? no. That's the extreme. She's talking about... What are you talking about? <laughs> World War Two. No. Oh. I said, but like, imagine you're in a history book because you're Sticky Vicky from Benadol. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about, about history, real history. Oh, for God's sake. No, World I'm... War Two, the Nazis, etc. No, oh. see, that's like extreme. It's I, not I, extreme. I, no, no, I'm I'm... Sa- yeah, but I'm saying infamous could be someone like that did something like, I, I don't guess- know. Something not not that bad. Like, how uh, bad are we talking? Well, I guess like Rebecca Vardy's situation, Colleen Rooney. That's kind of infamous <laughs> now, is it? Well, personally, I am I getting the wrong end of the stick here? No, it's up to interpretation, isn't it? But mm. personally, I thought of it as someone who's really bad. So I was like, I would don't yeah, want you to be really bad. So I'd rather like be forgotten. Yeah, you thought really bad. I was, but to be fair, like things like um, the what's it called? Um, you know, like protests, for example, people yeah. that go, you know. At some people might see it as infamous, like what they did was really bad, but then actually down the line when things change so much over history, yeah. that actually yeah. what could be seen as infamous what, like, um, can actually be changed to seen as kind of like revolutionary. If I get this right, I'm going to amaze myself. Rosa Parks well, off well, of the bus. Oh, yeah. Well, Is that, that her name, Rosa Parks? I don't know if that was ever infamous. Rosa. But what? But was it infamous at the time, or maybe no? to certain maybe people? Maybe to certain people. Exactly. This, this, yeah. op- this has opened a can of worms. This really has opened a can of worms. But you know, like with the you women that change themselves, yeah. they change. They yeah, you want to be the, infamous for good. They changed themselves. They changed history. Chained themselves. Oh, sorry, yeah. oh. Chained, chained themselves, and they were seen at the time as these crazy women that were like rebels and that were out of line. But then, obviously, it's now like insulate Britain people. <laughs> Yeah, maybe in the future. Whereas now, obviously, those women are heroes and they're brave and they're courageous. So things change. Okay. So, so I just, feel I'm like just, if I it's infamous that. because you've done something bad, bad, then no. But if it's infamous because you've done something that actually could be quite revolutionary. Right. Yeah, then, no, then it's one answer. You have to pick yes. an answer. Well, I'm going to go with the bad because that's how I interpreted it. So no, I'd rather You'd be, want to be forgotten. I'm saying I want to be forgotten. I mean, I wouldn't want to be, but yeah, that's my I, choice. Well, but I wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe this is really so, I don't know. I wouldn't mind to be forgotten because it's like, how do I benefit from people remembering yeah, me? I'm yeah, dead. Yeah. I don't really care if people remember know. me or not. That's so true. I think <laughs> maybe I mean? forgotten too, but I I think at the end of the day, you've lived your life and you're not going to know if you're remembered or not. You're not going to know, but then equally, I guess, if you do some crazy shit, you're equally not going to know if you've gone down in history. So, well. So that was a bit of a that, that was, was a bit of a whirlwind. Of a would you rather? If that anyone has any one. good would you rather's, let us know. Yeah, like, send us. Let's do a question box ones. for would you rather's. Okay. That's we're gonna do that actually yeah, on Thursday. Put right. it on the content on the, calendar. It's on the list. Okay. 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 Thank right. you for everyone for voting because we do love to see your thoughts. We do. Because clearly we keep getting it wrong. Get the conversation flowing. There is no wrong. There is no wrong. It's open to interpretation, honey. Right. All right. All right, right. We need to discuss our big news. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Okay, so we wait. Let link link to it. Music news. Key music. Key music. Okay, so the big news. Sarah did hype this up at the end of the last episode. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I think a bit too much. What I was going to talk about after the end of the podcast, they were like, "What is the big news?" And everyone's <clears> been messaging me like, "What the hell is this news?" Sarah, do you want to explain it quickly? 
So the news is, this was pre-discussed. I didn't just make it up on no, the podcast. No, no, no. It was pre-discussed. They just didn't know I was going to, you know, announce it. Out. So the news is, Drum you, roll. you lot, our little totties, cannot, to be quite frank, get enough of us, all right? <laughs> so the, we thought, how can we make our podcast, you know, an extra? How can we give an extra piece? How can we give an extra layer? And we thought, well, our podcast is called Tackling Our Twenties. And although we do, obviously, all these dilemmas are about you know, dilemmas. They're not necessarily how you tackle your 20s. Like, from your 20s, from being 20 to 30, how much which your is life a, changes. Which is a lot. Yeah, you change it's so much. It's a decade. Much. And, yeah. you know, you, really, I know you're technically an adult at 18, but we're kids at 20. We're adults now, as much as I hate to admit that. Are we? So, Are well, we, we don't really? outside it, clearly. So? So, we thought we would bring you a juicy bonus episode once a month, tackling our 20s, the, the yearbook. yearbook. Woo! So we're going to go through our chapter 20 and purely talk about our 20... Uh, being the year age of 20. 20 yeah, the year of 20. 20. And what happened in our lives at that point. Because And what me, we learned from that yeah, year of our life. The three of us have all had super different experiences from living abroad, from being with boyfriends, breakups, careers, redundancies, law courses, financial advisors, moving to London, moving from Wales. Australia. Australia. We've all, we actually have done a lot of stuff between us. And we just thought, these things that we've done, really, they're not that easy. Like, how do you begin? Some people will be out there thinking, I really want to go to Australia. How do I even start to do that? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how. I really want <laughs> to be a lawyer. How do I do that? Yeah. Alex will tell you how to do that. You might be nervous moving out from home and you want to move to London. Lauren can tell you how to do that. Breakups. So we've all been through enough the breakups. breakups. How we oh, dealt yeah. with that. How we deal with this. Our hearts have been broken a fair few times. <laughs> we are heartbreak queens. We are now the heartbreakers. <laughs> the heartbreak keys become the heartbreakers. Yes. Um, no, I'm joking. So, so what that's we're gonna what we're going to do, gonna do. Yeah, is each episode will be chapter 20, chapter 21, yeah. up until obviously we're 26 and 27 now um so we're going to bring you that one extra episode a per month. month and it's called tackling our 20s the yearbook so that is our big news and we hope you're excited for it for that because we are we sure are we get an extra hour to talk about ourselves and it's crazy <laughs> i can <laughs> just love ourselves that much self-absorbed queens so that is the exciting, exciting news. news um before we end the podcast we also have obviously our book recommendation of the week and that is lauren it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Yes, and just really quickly tell the readers what we're dealing synopsis. with. Synopsis. Give us a synopsis. Go, go, go. Well, you're reading at the moment, so yeah, I feel like. Yeah, but don't tell what happens. Okay, yeah, so she, I feel like it's she, a love story essentially, but it's mixed with element. It's kind of Alice is strange. trying to figure out the ending. Before we did this, she I'm was asking Lauren, Lauren so many questions. I was like, "Babe, you're about to finish the book. That's why you want Lauren to do the synopsis." It's, it is a it is a love story, but, but I don't want to give it away. Ele- so it's, it's got a twist of abuse in it, like domestic violence <laughs> with a touch of abuse. <laughs> it's a love story with a no, sprinkling of abuse. It's, it's a sprinkling it's of abuse. <laughs> It is a brilliant book. It's really, really good. So she writes sad, it so I well. Think it is a, I, I assume there's going to be an. Important I cried message. at the end, but I didn't cry at the end because of the abuse. Yeah, but it's got an important message. I'm it sure. It has. A, right? Yeah, it does have an important. Right message. there we go. So it's really good. Colleen Hoover is a really good viral, writer. It went viral on TikTok. That's why. That's Alex, why I bought it. Alex bought it for me for Christmas. Yes. I bought it for Lauren, and then she liked it. So Fred, I read it in like a week, didn't I? Or yeah. Something. So I bought it. So that's what we're reading at the moment. So that is the book recommendation. And if anyone's obviously read it. Can you message me and let me know what happens? Can you, no, can do you not. really give us a synopsis? You like was, my mum. I still don't know what the book is about. My mum, like... Sarah, what? it's a love story. Shall I read the blurb? No. We don't have time. We don't have time. Go get it while she reads the quote. We don't have okay. okay, right. Go on then, honey. Run. <laughs> okay, so our quote for the week, which is super important, and everyone needs to just really feel this and embrace it and live by it so i want Let's everyone go into a meditative state i want everyone to what they're doing now i want you to drop your shoulders close your eyes i want you to unclench that jaw i want you to take a deep breath in i want you to relax the forehead and i want you to be at peace are you ready for this i need to breathe out <sighs> okay that bloody table is doing me sorry to tell you that for you free. ruined our meditative state i was in a peaceful <laughs> calm state there lauren Sorry. Okay, breathe in with me in four, one, two, three, four, hold it, and we're going to breathe out all together now, I know you're listening, and now, <laughs> one, two, three, and four. Are you so, on the calm app? 
Is that who I listen to <laughs> no. the night? Welcome to the Calm app. <laughs> I didn't know I subscribed. <laughs> so I cancel. The, qu- <laughs> the quote is as follows. The longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what's meant for you. Make space for better experiences. Wow. wow. That is, and that is so true. And I think that it's like, do you know, when you realize, when when you re- stop putting energy into negative things, you really start to see the positive you things. You really yeah. do. And it's your about life, letting go. Like, your life changes. Things. Like, I really do think it changes for the better as well sure. when you do let go of that negativity. 100%. And negative make, energy. Because you don't realise how much of your how much of your energy, energy, energy is being wasted on it. Negative yeah. energy is way more time consuming than, than positive. No. And only when you let go of those things that you know deep down aren't good yeah. for you is when you make space for the better experiences and people and energy. So that is the quote for the week. Lauren is here with her blurb. blurb. It's quite a long blurb, guys. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So are you reading it or no? Okay, I'll read it, but okay. feel free to turn off the pod if you're not interested at Don't this point. Listen to it to the end because it's. I mean, it's a, it's a really right, go, good. It's go. a really good book. Oh my god. Okay. Sometimes the one who loves you is the one who hurts you the most. Oh, there we go. Lily hasn't always had it easy, but that's never stopped her from working hard for for the life she wants. She comes a long way from the small town in Maine where she grew up. She graduated from college, moved to Boston and started her own business. So when she feels a spark with a gorgeous neurosurgeon called Ryle Kincaid, everything in Lily's life suddenly seems almost too good to be true. That's where I'm up to at the moment. Ryle is assertive, stubborn and maybe even a little arrogant. He's also sensitive, brilliant and has a total soft spot for Lily, but Ryle's com- complete aversion to relationships is disturbing. As questions about her new relationship overwhelm her, so do thoughts of Atlas Corrigan, her first love and a link to the past she left behind. He was a kindred spirit, her protector. When Atlas suddenly reappears, everything Lily has built with Ryle is threatened. With this so bold, someone from her past basically comes into the mix, yeah. right? With this bold and deeply personal love novel, Colleen Hoover <laughs> delivers a heart-wrenching story that breaks exciting new ground for her as a writer. It ends with us in an uncomfortable tale of love that comes at the ultimate price. Oh, God. And I can say it is brilliant and I sobbed at the end of it. Everyone oh cries at the end of it. Kendall Jenner was seen reading it and on, like, I think on her TV show and everyone was had a like screenshot of it being like, oh my God, she doesn't know what's coming, blah, blah, blah. So sure. I was like, do you know what? If she can read it, I can read it. So definitely recommend, give it a go. Thank okay. you. Thank, thank you for that, Lauren. Thank you very much. Love so, it. Um, so thank you. And Thanks for us. tuning into this podcast, everyone. We busy ha- week. We are sweating. Let's hope that the so next hot. time we record this podcast, it will be much cooler. Oh I'm going God. for a cold shower now, guys. Yeah, I'm going for a cold shower Same. now too. Before a little bit of Love Island. We hope you have a good rest of your week. And we love you. We love you. We love you. As always, remember to like subscribe on Spotify give us a five star polls, rating five if you star love us you. dilemmas keep sending them in send us any would you rathers we will put that on our would you like question boxes do us a favour if we pop a question box on Instagram write us a little message in there please we hello. love it when you write in we, we really love do. hearing from you we do and the podcast ultimately will be made better with your content because we can start talking about ourselves yeah alright yeah. because well, we talk about ourselves it. far too much so but no thank you everyone for yes, your love we hit a thousand followers so this week we did and this is our 10th podcast and this is our 10th episode wow 1,000 followers for 10 zeros. episodes wow we that's gotta that. be good karma oh it is so thank you as thank always you for listening. We, we love, love you. you. Have a fabulous Have week. Have a great week. See you, you now. Bye. Bye.